G'day and welcome back to Measure Twice Cut Once, everyone. The uh, annual annual weekly dose of goodness. Weekly dose of goodness. Full of vitamins and uh, all the good things you need to know. Yes. DIY, woodworking, metalworking, metal crafting. Metal crafting, yeah. We have a special guest on the show today, Chris, who's a guy um, uh, people are probably familiar with. He's um, He lives up in Townsville. And before this show commenced, we're racking our brains to think how many people come from Townsville. Yeah. It's crazy. It's absolutely astounding how many makers who appear on social media are from Townsville. Yes, I know. I so know. Yeah, we've got a few of them up there. And just speaking of the weather, we've got a stinking, blistering hot day here, and our guest was laughing at us it's prior 30, to the show. What did you say? It was 34 degrees and 100% humidity. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's that's just un-Victorian. I can't handle that. I know. That's, that's not for me. No. Nah. Not for me. No, so, um, look, another thing we'd like to mention, we've had on the show Mr. Rob Paolini from uh, The Handyman, RYD. Yes. And he's been good enough at the, I think it was the second episode, he's actually donated a $100 Bunnings gift voucher. No, uh, no, that's mine. No, no. How, no. how, how dare you? Sorry. Try prying that out of my hands. <laughs> so, no, out of the goodness of his, of his heart, and he did state... Uh, he enjoys what we do and that the fact that, you know, we're, we're trying to build and create a better community every time we are on uh, Measure Twice Cut Once. Mm. So I, I think this is Australia only, so sorry for people in the US or UK or anywhere else. Mars. Mars. Yep. Um, so we're gonna, we've got a bit of a question. We did a bit of brainstorming, so excuse us for – we've got some we've headache. Been, we've been really tired <laughs> after that. So. <laughs> um so we, we formulated a, uh, a question uh, we want to ask the people who watch our show, and that is, Chris? If you can give us a topic mm -hmm. for the show that we can um, that we can record, yep, we'll give. And if we use that topic on the show, you're the winner of the $100 gift voucher. Yep, and basically that's what it's meant to be because uh, Rob stated that he, he was really, um, you know, wrapped to be able to contribute this yes and he wanted to see a, a worthwhile recipient of this gift card bunnings you know it's a big store we all go there if we hate it love it whatever but mm -hmm. um yeah so that's a little something mate yes so all right well without further ado i think we should um yeah bring our guest in i think i think uh just talking to the guest prior who's he's in the green room he's showing some good form mm. Eh? Mm -hmm. form and he's quite an industrious type guy as well. Oh, I see what you did there. All see right. what I did? Yeah, it's a little early in the morning for me, Dirk. So. All right, yeah. So without further ado, let's uh, introduce Scott Turner from Form Industrious to Measure Twice Cut Once. All right. G'day, Hoss. You look like you're in trouble. Yeah, Harry. Thanks, mate. Um, I've, I've been trying to sand up this blank, but I just can't get it shiny enough. Mate. I've got a two-part solution from Custom Creations. Really? Does it work? Give it a try. I will. How'd you go, Mike? Harry, that was the best stuff you could have given me. Look how shiny this pen's come up. That is superb. I love it. Brilliant. Hang on, ring, 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 ring him up. Yeah. 
Oh, guys. Guys. Yeah. Sorry about that. So and I was just checking, he was... checking the paintwork on the You must have been watching our last show. There's a bit of dribble. You're dribbling a little bit too. Well, that wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> Welcome aboard, Scott. How you going, mate? I'm really well. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. It's taken a while, but you're finally on the show. Well, um, it's not it? as quick as some, you know. I'm, I try. I try my best, but I'm, I'm here at last. Good. We, we we did go through three levels of communication just to get to this stage, didn't yeah. we? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, we had some uh, computer problems along the way, but uh, you know what? We got our three heads together and and uh, it defeated us, but uh, we got there in the end. We got there in the end. Mm -hmm. Yes, we yeah. did. Yes, we did. So, Scott, um, let's get into it. Let's just let's, get the hard-hitting questions. Yeah, mate, yeah. Um, firstly, where are you from? Well, I'm from Townsville. Um, this is where I've been probably the last 20-odd years, but I have lived uh, all over the place, and uh, including Sydney and, and uh, Wagga and Perth and over in New Zealand as well. So if anybody's listening from New Zealand, over in Christchurch, beautiful place. Um, so, yeah, I've, Townsville's home for the moment. And uh, it's uh, nice and tropical and balmy at the moment. Yeah, you, you, you guys are, you know, you're 34 degrees. Mm. We drink beer at that temperature. You know, like that's that's the that's the normal. That's a cold day here. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, same here, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so having said, your uh, a couple of moves are suggestive of that you may be uh, within the military type framework. Yeah, when I was a young bloke, um, <clears throat> I missed out on getting an apprenticeship boat building and uh, my old man, uh, he was in the Air Force and, and and suggested to me that I join the Air Force as an airframe fitter. Um, he was an armament fitter and, and uh, I applied and three months later I was in uniform at 17 years of age and uh, doing all my recruit training and jumping through mud puddles and all the rest of it and eventually uh, did uh, further training and became an airframe fitter, an engine fitter. In the Royal Australian Air Force, I did eight years uh, in that, but I never got posted anywhere. I, I stayed in Sydney the whole time, other than my training at Wagga and Adelaide. Um, but yeah, we're just working on on C one thirty aircraft and and, uh, and a few other little jobs in the Air Force. And um, I got out uh, back in ninety five just to, uh, to to do something a bit different, uh, to move around a little bit, and then from there I came up to Townsville. And did a lot of work on the Blackhawk helicopters up here for a civilian contractor. So I, my background is aviation maintenance, fixing, uh, fixing aeroplanes. And I did go to uh, Air New Zealand and worked over in New Zealand over there for a bit of time. And I really, really enjoyed that. Um, and that's when our youngest was born, Emily. <clears throat> my wife didn't like it so much over there. It was very cold. Um, but, you know, uh, we decided to come back to Australia. And, uh, you know, we're North Queenslanders, you know, so uh, anything below uh, 24 degrees is like, we're looking for long socks and, you know, mittens and stuff like that, you know. Jeez. So we're a bit soft. I'll tell you what, it's, um, I think winter's the best time up, up north because that's where most of us Mexicans migrate, you know, when it's, um, I don't know, zero at night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hang on, look, oh, I know. Just... Uh, we, we do get a lot of visitors up here in the north from uh, the southern states, and there's good reason for that. The weather up here in our winter is just, uh, it's out of this world. I mean, you, the, the daytime temperature is 23, 24 degrees, and, uh, and the overnight temperature in this part of the world is probably around about, you know, we do get colds. We do get down to 8 degrees, but that's not, that's not a usual thing. But, you know, say 14 degrees, 15 degrees overnight, which is not too bad. 
that's all right. Let, let me let me just for the record, all right, for mm-hmm. the record, state that for me, anything over eighteen degrees is a waste of time. I can't handle heat. I don't like heat. I'm a winter person. The colder, the better. Chris, it's not all about you, mate. <laughs> I'll, I'll second that. <laughs> what, that it's not all about me or you for the cold? A little bit that way, a little bit this way. Oh, I see. All right. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. No, well, in, in the shed, I was I was doing a job the other day and, uh, and, of course, you get a lot of the radiant heat. The actual temperature was 36 degrees and the shed was 45 uh, because of the radiant heat and uh, I just couldn't get enough fan on me. It was starting to get a bit silly um, with the temperature. So uh, long breaks, long breaks, but it uh, does get uncomfortably warm and I'm, I'm suffering the older i get you now i'm getting a bit crusty um it, it's getting more difficult so the heat when you're welding because you've got all the jackets on and stuff like that mm. you know you've got helmets and gloves on and it gets rather uncomfortable but that's just me having a bit of a whinge i did okay. it tough in the old days and you can do that if you want you know, yeah. wind your way wind your way yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh but but when winter time it's um again I love calling people down south in winter and just showing them pictures of palm fronds and me walking around in my shirt and shorts and and that's that's a special feeling, you know, rubbing it in. Yeah. Well now now I suppose the crux of uh, today's uh, interview with you, Scott, is um, getting getting to know a little bit more about your YouTube channel Form Industrious right. and how that sort of started up and why that choice of name because it's it's very catching um and um it's obviously a very eclectic channel incorporating metal work fabrication you know your woodworking um uh not not sketch up as chris said you should learn sketch up but i i I sort of agree with the way you sketch up i do it that way um but (laughs) What's how did you get started with that YouTube aspect of uh, what you do? Well, so YouTube when it came out, I'm not sure when it came out, but back in 2013, um, I think it was my son. He he uh, was into animation. He put a, a video up. And he said, "You should why don't you start a channel?" And I just asked him, "How do you do it?" And he showed me. And I started a channel, and I put some things on there just for fan, uh, friends and family down south, and uh, like my boat or my shed, or you know, some basic stuff like that. So. And I made a couple of videos. And it was back around that time um, I, I saw a few other maker videos. It was years and years before that I, I thought about maybe just well before YouTube and just with the old um, video cameras, some DIY tip type videos. I never got around to doing that. It was just a pipe dream. But when YouTube came along, it was something that made that really accessible, easy to do. And uh, I had a real basic camera. And I just put a video out there and uh and it got a few views and and once it got a few views and a few comments and a bit of encouragement that sort of fed the monster in the early days and uh so you you make another video and then you you come up with ideas i've always had a heap of ideas uh, that i wanted to make and i wanted to do something a little bit different and uh and so that's how it grew and and the more encouragement i thought oh i'm not doing anything this weekend let's build a thing and, and video it and see how that goes and that's how it started, and, and it goes, it snowballs from there, I guess. And, and uh, you know, in this last probably two years, I haven't been uh, overly active on, on YouTube. I've been doing some other things, and, uh, and that's probably just a natural natural cycle of interest or disinterest. 
um, you know, uh, it, it, it hasn't been of recent times my main focus, but mm. uh, for a while there it was uh, something I was really into. And um, I guess there's the involvement of your channel as well and yeah. the sophistication of taking video, doing video editing and, and all that sort of stuff too. So we'll see where it goes from here. Yeah, because um, I think you're currently sitting on about 163,000 subscribers. So, you know, that, that's that's quite a... Just keep talking. That's no, quite no. a wonderful type of uh, effort, you know, like um, it's, it's yeah. something that a lot of us aspire to. Yeah, it, so, it, um, it, it's a bit of a surprise, you know, as you as you, you go through phases where the channel grows and... and, and and then it slows down, then it grows again. And so it's a little bit unpredictable. Some of the things that you make and put a lot of effort and passion into don't do so well. And you've probably heard that before. And yeah. other things that probably are thrown together, they go really well in the video and, and you know, they blow up. So uh, I haven't quite worked out how to, how to uh, master big hits, you know, um, knock them out of the park sort of things. But it's been steady and I'm really grateful for it. And uh, one of the big things about it is the support that you get out of the community around the world. It just brings ordinary people together um, with sharing ideas. And uh, I think that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Oh, it is. The uh, the community, the YouTube community, uh, as you know, Dirk and I are trying to build the maker community here in uh, in Australia, trying to get all yeah. the makers together. And um, and I'm, I'm loving it. I've, I've met so many great people. Yeah. Um, and um, and it's it's just makes it all wild. You Can you hear dog barking in the background there? Oh, it's, yeah, I thought it was. Oh, we just uh, got, uh, got some people that just come home. I think their people live here. Probably. All oh, hang on. What's that, Jude? Sorry. <laughs> and the dog got set off on the background. My apologies for that. No, no, it's all right. That's but the right. community is. Sorry, you were talking about the community. Yeah, yeah. It's just a look. It's a great thing to be a part of. So. Yeah, yeah, and you get messages uh, again. You know, with the um, with the internet and with YouTube and, and other platforms as well, uh, you you get messages from people around the world and and uh, and encouragement and just people just saying g'day and that's just that's a wonderful thing. And I think there should be more of that in the world. We're all just yep. all just trying to get along and uh, help each other at the end of the day. Yep. And 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 the channel name. How did that come about? Well, I. Form, form, people say form, I say for me, industrious. There's two parts of it is, is form as in the shape um, of an item, like it might be a chair or a bench or some, some sort of piece of furniture or art. Um, but I, I was making everything for me. Mm. I, I don't, you know, I didn't sell it. I'm a, the world's worst salesman. I make something and, it, and I've clogged up the whole house full of steel bits and pieces. And, and uh, so I'm making everything for me. Um, so I say for me, industrious. The industrious is just keep busy. Keep your hands going, keep your mind active, and that leads to a yep. that leads yep. to being healthy, uh, achieving something, getting those skills going, and uh, and you have to pick a name. So it just came up for me, industrious, and uh, that's what it's been. Well, just sort of before you uh, you come on board, you're just sort of going through your videos here. The one the one that caught my eye um, with your channel was your um, your barstool build. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going back to it now. I love the 42 draw industrial. Yeah, the barstool yeah. industrial style. Uh, with, you know, with the yeah. um, the half a um, wheel wheel down the bottom. 
Yep. That's the one that, that sort of started me off on your journey, you know, when I started binge watching all your videos after that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been subscribed to you for about four years now, I think. So about yeah. Three or four years yep. now. So, so how, no, how you um, those, those builds are, um, is part of it is, is that, you know, to set yourself a challenge. And part of it is I needed a, a new set of drawers in the workshop. And, and, and part of it is, is having something in the background of the video, like a backdrop. So it's useful in, in, on many angles. Mm. And another part of it is, is hopefully to get some sales, you know, from, from those ideas. And, and I, have, I have got some uh, commissions from, from some of the work that I've done. Maybe not what I have done, but in the customers uh, using their imagination, their points of view, and, and then creating a thing, working with them, creating a thing out of it. So, yeah, they serve multiple purposes. But most of my stuff that I build is uh, darn heavy and uh, and takes a lot of time uh, to put together but uh, but last and that's one of the big things for me is um, I'm, you know we've, we've lived in we've grown up in a disposable society we haven't valued you know even the simple things like a, a cabinet or a desk because it's disposable it's just junk you get bored of it let's get rid of it it's not my style anymore and I quite, I, I've been going against that um, river that tide for a while um, I want things to last like they used to in the old days I suppose mm -hmm. Uh, value the bits and pieces and pass them down. So I think they're too heavy to take the, the tip anyway. So uh, once they're in place, they stay there. So that's if it works, it works. So the next question that I would like to ask is, um, do you do this full time or do you still work full time for somebody? Or No, I, I full time. Um, I'm doing this, but I have along my journey have worked um, for people along the way as well, like three months here or three months there. Um, the, in terms of where I've been in, in the past, you know, I've had a full-time job and I've, you know, been a manager and, and things like that, and I've earned some good money. Uh, and this YouTube journey, I, I'm not one to. I need to sort of explain this a little bit. I'm not one to go for sponsorships. That I, I, I'm not one to overly sell. I don't like selling. And so, I, uh, whilst I make a video, I'm basically putting a video out there for inspiration. Um, if I don't have an idea that I like, I won't put a video out. So my views drop away because of that. So I won't put a video out every week. Accordingly, my income from YouTube, which is monetized, drops drops away. So I look for commissions and things like that. So my income is, is taken, a, you know, it's down. I have looked for jobs in between to try and supplement work and uh, and as, as they come up or whichever. But uh, when, when you work for yourself, um, sometimes it gets very difficult to work out there in uh, in bureaucratic environments, like in management, uh, because of you've just be been become freed from all the bureaucracy. And uh, I've got to say and give a warning to those who want to free themselves up, uh, work for themselves. That uh, once they untether themselves from the system, they have to go hard and embrace their new way of life um, and. Uh, and make and adjust to that. It's a it's a bit of adjustment. I probably haven't haven't um, adjusted fully in terms of salesmanship. It's a big deal. So I'm fortunate. My wife works, uh, and um, we've we've had a bit a uh, bit of savings put aside and, and allowed ourselves a bit of a buffer to get through this transitional period to see how we go. And look, yeah, Chris and I we we started late on YouTube and. Um, understanding that you know it's not you, you can sometimes be lucky and and have something go viral as they say yeah but yeah. um then you got to maintain that you know yeah even flow sort of thing but um 
the one thing I think Chris, we can both say we, we're fortunate. To, people have asked us to make some commercials and you know do yeah. a few other little things. So yeah. over the five or six years I've been doing this, you know, I've got a little bit of outside work, so to speak. Yeah. But it, yeah. it's not something that you can stop your full time employment for. But it, it's yeah. it's like a yeah, it's a little bit of a pat in the back to say yeah, stuck at it, and you know someone's recognised that you can contribute to their business or whatever, you know, yeah. their little wins sort of thing. So yep. yeah. um, do you, um, would you recommend for more Australians to give YouTube a go now? Seeing it's, oh, um, I absolutely do. I think there's plenty of scope, uh, you know, with, with ideas that are just exploding everywhere and you can, you can um, have a go at it because it's going to teach you something, whether you become a success or not. It will teach you uh, a bunch of new skills, how to present yourself in front of the camera or edit or compose a shot or um, relay a message, whatever that message is. And it might not be making, it might be something completely off, off that, um, but all those lessons are, are valuable and a skill and um, I'm all for that. So if you're thinking about creating a YouTube channel, I think it's only got pluses. But don't get ahead of yourself thinking, I'm going to be a YouTuber. Um, and replace my income straight away because there's a lot of work. My own experience with YouTube, with making, um, if I make a cabinet, I make I make a lot of scenes. I move the, for each shot, I might move the camera three times. So you can imagine setting up your shot three times and setting yourself up for the world just so you can add flavor to the video. So that, that therefore then is an enormous amount of editing down down the track. So um, if you're willing to do all that, and I, I don't mind doing that. It's a lot of work. I spend a lot of time editing. But don't underestimate the work, but but it's well worth the uh, the effort. I think I, I highly recommend giving it a go. And why not? You know what? Technology, it's all headed that way. Um, you know, we're working from home in front of screens. Um, viewer time is going up. So I think um, it's got upside. I think Chris and I are a little bit, we, we, we sort of lean strongly now to doing this um, YouTube channel. We're doing Measure Twice, Cut Once. Yeah. Uh, that goes into a podcast as well. And that's, um, I think that gives us a little bit of a newfound freedom because it, yeah. it's, it's so interesting to speak to people like yourself and all the guests we've had in the past and just to give a little bit of uh, information on, you know, the knowledge we have on some of the topics. Yeah. But, um yeah, don't you reckon, Chris? It's, yeah, it's a 100%. refreshing well, aspect. Yeah. You, you touched on a good point there. Sorry, Chris, you go. No, no, I was just saying that's the reason why, um, like, I enjoy doing this because you know you, you meet so many great people, you know. And yeah, I mean, I, I met you on the off chance at yeah. um, at TimberCon, you know. So whether that's good or bad, I don't know, but um, <laughs> but there we are. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Okay. Well, um, with that. What, what, one of the things we mustn't lose sight on is the sharing aspect, you know, and the reasons why, you know, I got into this in the first place was to share an idea or a concept, not to, not to, YouTube's blown up now and there's YouTubers making it mozza, but um, the sharing concept was one of the foundational ideas. And if we can help the one person or two people along the way uh, improve their skills or their life, um, I think that's, it's, that's a positive. So uh, more of that. Mm. Yeah, and that's right. And that's what you guys are doing. in the room here. Yeah, we've got, got uh, the studio audience is making a bit of a racket. You got a studio audience? We do. Uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. like it's like a pub scene in the background. Here. <laughs> a couple of fellas having a yak and a cold pint. 
You guys are um, tonguing for a beer or something? Because you keep looking over towards the bar. I know. Yeah, there's nothing forthcoming. No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. What, what were you going to say, Chris? Um, no, I was just going to say, the, uh, again, I'm just going to reiterate. Uh, when, when you said, um, um, you know, to get into the YouTube thing, uh, I, I know that I'm not going to make a million dollars out of this. You know, I, I just enjoy uh, making the videos. I enjoy the editing process. You know, it's, it's a whole lot of fun. And, and like you said, if you can uh, if you can inspire one or two people along the journey, I think you've, you've, you've done your job, you know. That's, you know... That's the basics, and that's what it's all about at the end of the day, and, yeah. and making the world a better place for it. If you get something out of it at the end of the day, that's a bonus. Yeah. 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 The so, other thing, yeah, the community, I've been fortunate. I've met a, a number of, um, you know, people along the way. Uh, just recently, Neil Paskin uh, down at the Sunshine Coast, who went down on a holiday, dropped him a message, and he had his um, yeah, opened up his, his shed and, and dropped in said said g'day to him, and he's a wonderful fella. And uh, we have some makers up here in a little community up here in Townsville. We've got Mark Dania, if, if you're listening, Mark. G'day, Robin Lewis. How you going? And a bunch of other guys uh, in and around. Uh, we've got Rob over in New Zealand. I'm not sure if Rob tunes in at all, but he's always active as a as a commentator. Um, he actually sent me some uh, some beers one time. Uh, he, he worked out where I live from my videos. He used to work for, for Google. And so he, I, I rode a push bike down the street one time and he... And, uh, and he backtracked it through Google Maps and found out where I live. So I've since deleted that video. But anyway, he said, he "Well, sent that's me a little some, creepy, isn't it?" Yeah, he sent me, <laughs> he sent me some beers and, and a salami stick and um, some some peanuts and stuff like that, which was really nice. And I phoned him up, and, and he's a great fellow and a great contributor, great supporter of the community, um, and yeah. even you know uh, people overseas uh, commu uh, communicating with them in you know, emails and things like that. So sharing knowledge. And I get, you know what, I, I, um, I get a lot of tips from people too. So I've learned so much by putting my mistakes out there or even if I don't know it's a mistake, people know it's a mistake and they email you or send you a message or you get hammered in the comments and, uh, and you just got to get a thicker skin and, and learn from it. I think it's yeah. a great thing. I, I tend to uh, ignore the trolls now. So yeah, mostly... I don't get so many trolls these days in the early days. I probably did. Um, you just, yeah, I used to get on the keyboard and get, I'm telling you, you know, and, but these days I don't, even, I don't even bother other people, other people tear them apart. But, uh, um, but, uh, but people will, you know, best of, best of interest that might not come across all that skillfully, but they're saying maybe you weld this way or maybe you use that tool this way or you, you're doing that wrong. And, and you have to go away and be honest and have a think about it. Maybe because I don't know everything. I'm just doing something the best I know how. You know, well, that's it, constructive. Yeah, if it's constructive, I'll, I'll take yeah. it on board. But if you're just out and out being, a, 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 well, let's uh, say the word, an asshole, yeah? Yeah. Uh, this, yep. I'm not going to respond to that. So No, no, you just ignore those. Yeah, and, and like you said, the um, the your your supporters, your genuine supporters and, yeah. and subscribers will, will hammer them, you know? That's right. At least, yeah. at least, and the thing, and Dirk's made this mention as well, um, they're out there, you know, trying to bring you down. What have they done? They've, they've, they've done no videos. They've done nothing like that. So at least you're out there, you know, you're putting your heart and soul on the line and and, and trying to do something. So that's that's true. And and uh, it can affect you. But and for just advice for those starting up channels, you're going to come across it. Um, <clears throat> that's the same with people in community. Uh, they're, they're out there. Just ignore it. The vast majority of people are good, decent, 
want to help people, you know, and uh, want to uplift you. So that just just keep that in mind along the way. So, Scott, I, I noticed, jeez, oh, going back a few years now, you um, you, you made a, you, you probably were on a holiday over to the US, and you made yep. your way up to upstate New York, and uh, yeah. There's a bloke up there who's, who's not bad with his hands either. That's um, that, that the rest of the guy. Oh, yeah. Good. What's his name? Uh, Johnny. Johnny, Johnny the rest. Jack, Jack, Jack the rest. Jimmy. 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 Jimmy the rest. Yeah. Look, um, friends with Tim Sway. Uh, when Tim started his channel, if anybody know Tim Sway, he does a lot of reclaim stuff and he's into his guitars. But when he started his channel, it was similar to when I started. We're both goofing around and, and commented on each other's videos. And I said I was going over caught up with Tim and also another fella and said, so Tim's in Connecticut, which is just near Jimmy's place. And, um, another guy, uh, Derek Forestier, um, he's over in Boston and he's good friends with Jimmy, but Derek said, you've got to catch up with Jimmy. So Derek, um, contacted Jimmy and Jimmy says, I'll, I'll watch his videos. So, and made arrangements, uh, gave, gave me Jimmy's number. I gave him a call and he just said, why don't you, why don't you come by and, and maybe stop the night. Um, stay over because he's got the farmhouse. I mm. thought that was very, very generous for somebody. You know, you don't, you don't know. So my wife and I, we we travel with Tim to Jimmy's farmhouse, uh, which is about a two-hour drive uh, from from uh, Tim's place in Connecticut, so upstate New York. And uh, yeah, we spent the day with Jimmy. Wonderful, wonderful experience. Wonderful guy. Uh, well, again, a very giving, down to earth, uh, and he, he is he's a bit of a big deal over there. You know, he's uh, that was back in 2017. Very, very generous. And uh, and you go through his workshop, and he's got a lot, a lot of tools, and uh, but uh, he's got a big heart as well. And yeah. same with Tim and everybody else that I met over there, you know. So uh, uh, Doug, Laura Camp, Laura Camp, was she there at that meetup? No, she wasn't. Okay. No, no. it was just that. an impromptu visit, and uh, there was no no make a meetup or anything like that. We just turned up and uh, just uh, spent a few hours with Jimmy. And saw his farmhouse. He took took us through a tour of his farmhouse, and his new shed, the barn that he built, was only just being built at the time. And uh, then we went to his other workshop in New York City. We went to see his old workshop, the underground one. Yeah, uh, that's the place he had moved, and uh, that's the one I first started watching Jimmy's videos. Uh, yeah. He was working out of that. Pretty interesting, interesting guy. Yeah, very inspirational. He, he is, and he still remains to be to. The this current day because he uh, he always puts a refresh on his uh, content, doesn't he? Mm. And keeps it somewhat interesting. I, I used to love his his uh, like vlog videos or, you know, and you'd see him yeah. driving into the city or and yeah. just talking about what he's up to and that. That, that was good. And mm. yeah, that podcast he's on as well, you know, it's quite interesting. So, yeah, yeah, he sounds like a good fella. Well, he is. He, he is a, a wonderful guy. And he'll he, he's the sort of guy I give the shirt off the back. Off his back, to, you know, if you needed one. So that's the sort of guy he is. Um, he gets a lot of tools, but he gives a lot of tools away. You know, stuff that he's he doesn't need anymore. So he's a big help to the community, a big inspiration. Um, he's one thing about Jimmy. He's not afraid to try anything. You know, and that's a that's a thing that we probably um, most of us are probably a little bit too scared to to try. I can't do that. But what he shows is um, he'll work through a problem. He's a problem solver. He'll overcome it and he'll do it. And as a course, there's people that have spent a lifetime doing a particular art, might be leather work or TIG welding or whatever. But I use that and and uh, and for my own self, I think there's nothing that you shouldn't, we should be afraid of. Be safe, of course. But uh, if you need to 
if you want to learn, if you have that uh, appetite, go ahead, go, give it a shot. What's the worst that can happen? Exactly and, right. Uh, yeah. Try the same thing. Yeah. And uh, believe in yourself because skills take a little while to, to build up, but each time it's like building a house. You know, you're building up layers of block work and your skills follow along with that and you're able to do something with that useful at the end. And, and in terms of mental health and everything else, it's all plus side. Um, it's all good, good medicine, I believe. Yep. Uh, the helping if you can use your hands and use your mind and overcreate uh, overcome problems um well, i found in my own experience it's been that's very beneficial well we're not we're not here to talk about jimmy deresta we're here to talk about scott turner what's um what's in scott turner's future uh, i'll keep making things uh my uh my wife and i we bought some land up in the athen tableland so it's a couple of degrees cooler up there and we're building a big shed I've well and truly outgrown my eight by four meter shed. I move a lot of stuff in and out of the shed every day. The shed up there is going to be 20 meters by seven meters. So it's you know, pretty much four times as big. Um, we will own and build that shed and we'll own and build the house. And I'll show that, I'll video that, that process. And then I'll continue on. I'd like to do a bit more woodworking and develop that, um, that side of things. But we'll, we'll have to wait and see how that all is. There's a lot of work with building sheds and building houses. Um, in terms of those sorts of projects, but I need space. I'm a little bit constricted for space at the moment, but uh, oh, it'll be more more continuation of, of, of design and building, metalwork, woodwork, leatherwork, whichever, whatever I feel like doing at the time, I guess. Oh, I just said, I was, I've been talking to Chris about the same thing, about moving uh, to a different uh, setup. Well, I'd like a little bit more land as well. And yeah. Just for that, gives you some more ideas to make things because you get to the stage you go well what are we going to make you know well yeah you can only fit so many things in your home yeah as, as you probably know you know yeah um, so i suppose if you have a little like a half acre block you can make outdoor stuff you know and then definitely then, yeah get creative and try to you know make things a little bit differently to what you usually do yeah so there might be it might be a bit of an evolution you know with with videoing and youtube um, my my video style probably you know up till recent times is just to just show video no talking you know and that's a, that reaches a, 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 a the language isn't a barrier then you're just showing with your hands which is good but there's an evolution coming where I actually start we'll start talking into the video and explaining a few things and 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 showing more of myself or my, my life. And that may be part of the evolution of where I'm going. And uh, and that's something I've, I was always against initially, but you grow and uh, see a need for change and you have to change along the way. So that may be part of it as well. Mm. Scott, there's a there's a YouTube channel I follow. It's it's not so much uh, making, but there was a large portion of it. Uh, Good Simple Living. I think it's yeah. a family who packed up in the States and uh, they bought land in, I think, Idaho or somewhere like that and built their own home. Yep, and um, along with that, you know, just they they threw a lot of good aspects of video making into it with um, uh, what do you call those things you put up in the air? Drones, um, drones, drones. Yeah. You know, and, and capturing footage and snapshots of ice and mountains, and then back onto making. You know, is that something you'd consider doing? Once absolutely. Do Look, most of the videos that I watch on YouTube are off grid living, living off the mm. grid, um, tiny houses. Uh, oh, self-sufficient living 
chickens. <laughs> I'm watching the Weedy Gardener. Any of those out there at the moment? We've got a, a you know Southern Hemisphere audience here. The Weedy Gardener or the Weedy Garden is a guy up in northern New South Wales, and he's doing permaculture. And his video work is is just top notch. He's a photographer. COVID locked him down because he used to travel the world, and now he's just walking around in his bare feet in his uh, paddock and growing bits and pieces. But his his commentary and his video work is so interesting. He'll get the microscope out and show you a bee's wing or you know, the microbes in the soil and explains it in a passionate way. And anybody can explain something in a passionate way. It sort of triggers the interest level. So that's the sort of thing I am interested in as well. What, what's it's making gardens. The weedy garden. The weedy garden. And, and that's that's the, thing, the way things are going too, Scott. You don't have to fit into a certain mould of... Uh, a guy in the shed just yeah. you know put yeah this, you know it's it's adding that different contrast uh, the layers that and you know like you said he, he keeps you captivated yeah uh that's yeah. i suppose what everyone could probably try to diversify their video making into doing you know well if the and core you, is making a video on and providing some sort of sharing is those skills and when you see someone like uh the guy on the weedy garden um you think, wow, he's got it. He's he's professional photographer, so he's already got the advantage. But if you can learn from the people who are really good at what they do, then then you're getting something for free, and you're sharing and absorbing. Be the sponge. Be the sponge. Yeah. No, that's that's right. So yeah, Chris has just brought up that um, the weedy gardener. Yeah. Um, yep. And thumbnails do you how much in relevance do you put upon your thumbnails i know the importance of a thumbnail i just take a photograph of something and just try and use it i don't put much in the way of writing or text um up onto the thumbnail i get messages all the time saying your thumbnails are crap um <laughs> i'm just plugging away just plugging yeah. away yeah, yeah. Wiggle, wiggle. they are important. You need to catch. You need to catch an audience. The first thing they'll see is a thumbnail. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Besides your routine audience, I'm probably more about building, building my core audience. Yeah. yeah. We we got right. a lot of a um, lot of good advice from uh, Uncle Knackers regarding uh, thumbnails, and um, and we've been I've been trying to sort of um, incorporate that into our thumbnails now. So I don't know whether you know people have noticed that they're different, or they're better, or they're not worse. No one said anything, so yeah. No, you get a lot of um, you'll get a lot of. I don't know if they're spammers. They'll you know we're from this company and we we can do redo your thumbnails and we want to partner with you and all that sort of stuff. But I just ignore them all now. I get bombarded. I get bombarded all the time. Yep. I'm thinking, what's wrong with my thumbnails, man? Come on, just <laughs> a thumbnail. Photo. I've shot the photo in 4K. Should be yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they are important. Um, if you want to grow your channel, all those little bits and pieces, uh, gaining someone's attention. But I tell you what, if you've got a really wonderful thumbnail and a crap video or a really long entry and you're just not getting to the point, um, it's like a book. If you can't get the first first couple of paragraphs, you put the book back on the bookshelf, um, you won't pick it up again. And it's the same with videos. You kind of have to hit really hard to start and maybe then draw it, draw it away into the more mundane sort of stuff and then pick it up again along the way. Um, you have to be open to suggestion about improving um, your your work in terms of what you're presenting to an audience. Waiting, and there's there's no shortage of of videos out there for them to click on. Yeah, so yeah. you've got to hit it hard. Mm. Hit it hard, mm. Chris. 
So as long as it doesn't come this way. Do, do one of them, yeah. Hit, hit one of them. <laughs> yeah. So have you got any more questions you'd like to ask Scott? What's it... your favourite colour, Scott? Let's go uh, red. Let's go red. red. Okay. Thank you. Red red goes quicker. That's... What <laughs> uh, look, it depends. But uh, no, no hard and fast. I like all different colours. Yeah, yeah, that'll, that'll please I... all the you know, people that just green. So I won't get a thumb down, thumbs down from them. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? you? Got any questions for him before yeah. we kick him out? Oh, just if. Uh, firstly, thanks a lot for coming on. I, I know we've been trying to tee you up a little while to have you on the show. It's normally my fault because I asked you the day before, but um, I, I think I gave you a week's grace this time. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for but, um, thanks for inviting me on the show. It's really wonderful to meet you guys, and uh, you know, love what you're doing. Yeah. So, would you have you any last words you'd like to just say to our audience? Don't call me again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just just believe in yourself for the audience. You know, if you are you're lacking a bit of confidence, there's nothing like getting out there and having a go. Um, yeah. Open your mind a little bit to uh, people that are willing to share their information and knowledge. Open your ears and your eyes, and don't be afraid to make mistakes because there's plenty of those coming. And even those that are really good at what they do made a ton of mistakes and continue to make mistakes along the way so if you can knock over those sorts of three things and uh and and be be persistent or have some perseverance about you i think uh, you'll be a success no matter what you do good advice sound the words have never been spoken i know i know it's just taken this channel up to a new new level it has, it has. <laughs> yeah. I, had to, I had to go somewhere yeah uh Mate, thank you, thank you for your time, and um, yeah. So maybe we'll have you on again one day, and uh, yeah, for sure, because we've had a few uh, panel type discussions. So mm. maybe we can uh, incorporate you into some of the creative minds. Would be would be a pleasure. Beautiful, terrific, done. You're going to rue the day you said that, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. I don't see, I don't think so, but now you'll be right. Thanks again, Scott, for your time, yeah, and um, enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, audience, for also having a listen. Take care. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Cheers later. Bye-bye. G'day, bud. How you going, Papa? I'm good, mate. Listen, have you got any blanks from Mind Matter Create? I certainly do. I, I just happen to have them here in front of you. Okay, I want to buy them, please, because I'm going to turn some pens. It's a pleasure to be able to do business. Here they are, sir. And uh, many happy returns on your pen-making endeavours. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So you have to pay for that. Hello, Hoss. How are you, Harry? Good, thank you. I'm looking at doing a little bit of epoxy work. Yes, I can help you there. Do you have a product? I do. Who, who does it come from? It comes from Hammeroo. Let me have a look, please. My, my. That looks like a two-part mix. It is a two-part mix, and it's a two-to-one mix, as it says on the bottom. Is it made in Australia? It is. I might take a few more, then. Well, I only have these. I'll take those. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you, Harry. You're welcome, boss.
to get the pipe. <laughs> wow, Chris, great, uh, great bloke, champion of the cause, I would call him. Yes, 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 very, very uh, decent gentleman. Yeah, and um, as as we watched a lot of his videos, it seems, um, yeah, he's always got a, a unique flair. I, I know he mentioned that he doesn't speak that much. In his videos, but he doesn't have to. The, no, he doesn't. The no, quality no. of work speaks for itself. For so, sure. For um, sure. just in the in the mould of another good Australian maker, yep. and um, yeah, as we said, I reckon he'd go good in a panel interview with. Uh, I think he will. A few like-minded people, and it's good to see that he has trouble with dogs like I do. <laughs> dogs, dogs, uh, funny stuff. Yeah, haha. All yeah. right, now people, moving we, right along. Yeah, we're going to talk about this again. This is a, a generous donation from Rob Paolini, who's appeared on a few of our shows now. Um, it was just a – oh, he's written on the back, Chris. Uh, all the best, guys. And he, he gave a, a a lovely little speech about why he wanted to donate this. So, all right. Well, I've got a, I've got a good idea for a, a show. So does that mean I get this? Yeah, yeah. For me? That's oh, a good. used one. That's expired. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. yeah no, I got one, though. <laughs> so yeah, if you can uh, come up with an idea of a show you'd like us to do, or yep, perhaps even if we go and do a shop tour of someone, no, I shouldn't be telling people. No, no, no they've got to right. come up with the ideas. That's right, and we go and do that. Um, you know, in a maybe a few weeks. Yep, we cover that topic or suggestion. Uh, we'll then send this off to you. Yes, you'll only be, in Australia, be... unfortunately. Sorry, yes, I've never seen a Bunnings in America, so can't help you there. They got them in the UK. They but, do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder if they're valid in the UK. No, it'd be worth what three bucks in the UK? Three pounds. Three pounds. Yeah, hundred dollars. <laughs> three pounds in the yeah. So, so the next time we appear upon the screen, yep, I'm gonna sign off by saying uru. Um, you know what? I'm just gonna say bye for now. Yes, so what you say all the time. I know. Oh, don't go on about it. Thanks. Sorry. Are we going to start again? Yeah, we're going to have to start again. Laughing, laughing like a fat spider. Laughing like a fat spider. Heard that one. You love spiders. I hate spiders. I can't stand them. That's why he wants to live below twenty degrees. There's no spiders. No. I come home from work last night, and you know, I walk into the house. Into my bedroom, and there's a great big white tip on the wall. Another one last night. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right those white tips. Yeah, they bite and they uh, rot your flesh or something. Yeah, something like that. So I saw him, and um, and and I thought I'm not gonna if, if I hit him with more teen, he'll fall down, but he'll keep moving around until he <laughs> dies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so all I got was me moccasin, and just now there's a big stain on me wall in the bedroom. Big <laughs> splat. No, yeah. we don't have those sorts of things up here. We just have tie pans and crocodiles. Um, you just kick them out of the way. Yeah.